Hi, I'm Brittany Hoffman. And I'm Madeline Phipps. Welcome to Shifting Ears. This is the Valley Metro internal podcast talking all things transit, transportation, and everything you need to know about the agency behind the scenes and some upfront stuff you may not know about. Hey, Maddie. Hey, Brittany. I know the holiday season is right around the corner, but do you know what holiday is coming first? Yes, I do. It's Veterans Day coming up on November 11th. Yes, this is the time of year we get to celebrate those who have served in our armed forces, overseas, here at home. And we actually have a lot of Valley Metro staff who are veterans. It's true, we do. I actually got to sit down and talk with one of them to learn a little bit about his time in the military and what he learned during his time in the Army that he uses every day on the job here at Valley Metro. My name's Paul Santana. I'm a light rail vehicle mechanic. And how long have you worked here? I started in December of 2012. So we're actually talking with you today because we're doing an episode about employees who are veterans at Valley Metro. We actually have quite a few, and we're specifically curious about people who have worked in the military and how their service translates into the job that they're doing here at the agency. What branch of the military did you serve in or are you currently serving in? I was active duty, U.S. Army, and then I transferred over to Arizona National Guard. And I am still serving for probably another four months, and that'll be it. Did you always live in Arizona when you were a member of the Army? or I was well born and raised here in Phoenix. When I joined active duty, I went to training uh, Missouri, and then I got stationed at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And then I did my tour, a little bit of time in a, going to Kuwait, Iraq. And then I finished my active duty time in Korea for a year there. And then I came back home and then joined the National Guard a couple of years later. Wow. You've lived in a lot of different places. Have you always done the same type of job in all the places you were stationed in? Or have you had lots of different roles? My job, which is in the Army, it's called our MOS, which is our special, like whatever we were trained for to do. My job was always chemical operations. But just like in active duty, you have to do other jobs like that come up. Everybody should be a basic infantryman to a degree. So they kind of learning how to break down your weapon, maintain your weapon. Your lifeline is like your Humvee or whatever vehicle is assigned to you. So you have to know like some basic mechanical stuff. It's very similar to what we do here as far as inspections considered. Because we use like a technical manual in the military for every piece of equipment that we have. Any operator of that equipment should be able to go through that manual and it'll tell you a step-by-step like instructions on how to do preventative maintenance checks and services. We do that a lot here. It's pretty much almost the same thing. As far as our inspections here, we use procedures. So all that stuff I've done in the military, just following a technical manual, just kind of like relayed here to help me out, you know? Mm -hmm. So did you get your job at Valley Metro after your time in the Army because of the training? Okay, so is it like because of the training you received there, it was kind of a natural fit, or what was that process like? Yeah, because I came in as an inspector, so it was a very natural fit, as far as inspections are concerned. Because we use procedures here, and in the Army, we use technical manuals, which it goes line item per line item all the way down. That's basically the same thing we do here on the inspections. 
And when you look at the inspections and you look at your procedures, when you're at that line item, it basically gives you a breakdown on what we're inspecting and what are the far left and right limits or what's allowable, like if we're taking a measurement, like what is expected to do on that part of the inspection. Here, it's a lot more detailed. As far as the military, they kind of, it's, they simplify some stuff in the inspection. We don't really go that far into detail like you would here. But it, they do kind of go hand in hand. This place helps me be better on their side, and I feel like there's some experience in the military that definitely helps me be better on this side. It's kind of been a win-win. Cool. So I know you just also mentioned that you're still a member of the Arizona National Guard, and actually you've been on assignment there for the last couple years due to COVID. So what kinds of duties were you assigned to, and how has it been now that you've been back on the job for only a week oh, at the time that we're recording this? <laughs> Since COVID, we had, it was, we had, I had to be, we had to adapt. We weren't trained to go work at the places we were being sent, but we had to adapt and get the job done. I was sent all over the state, like to different food banks, to the shelter downtown to serve food in the morning for lunch. We were going to food banks all over the state. And what were happening, we were filling in for the lack of volunteers because volunteers weren't coming out because they were fearful of COVID. So they were requesting us through emergency management to get military support so they can still carry out these the missions to the public. So I worked at a grocery store in the beginning, like helping ranch market. We were like basically working, like restocking the shelves, like in military uniform, like we were at these grocery stores restocking the shelves. I did a little bit of work at the Cardinal Stadium with the, just the thousands upon thousands lined up to get a vaccine done. I went to the Arizona State Department of Health. Yeah, worked quite a few jobs throughout the last couple of years. But that's just cool because it just, we're able to adapt in the military. And I mean, that definitely helps me here at this job because, you know, things if I've been gone for two years, it's a whole new place. There goes yeah. all these different trains. This, this place is like way bigger. They, they do things totally different. But, you know, that's what we do. We adapt. Adapt and overcome. <laughs> so have you worked on the new Siemens vehicles or even the new Brookville streetcars yet? I did a little bit on Brookville the other day. We've gotten a tour around through the rest of the vehicles. But I haven't really got to work on the new ones too much. Mm -hmm. I haven't even driven them, but... I think I probably have to get requalified to do everything. <laughs> but yeah, so like the they're similar but definitely has some differences. I have to relearn a lot of stuff. So but I remember everything on the KI cars for the most part. That was the only car that was here when I was here. Mm -hmm. We're definitely growing and adapting and and changing as our system is is getting bigger, you know? That's what's expected, you know? 10, 15 years down the road, they're going to be doing something totally different just as they adapt. So while you were doing all kinds of different jobs the last two years, did you miss working at Valley Metro or were you happy to have a change of pace a little bit? No, I miss working at Valley Metro, but I, I, I felt kind of unfortunate because I feel like I, I'm going to fall behind, you know? Mm. I'm like, like just learning and if I was here the whole time, I could have learned so much more. But I mean, I, it's just going to be some catching up for me. But I did miss my job. I was nervous coming back like a brand new employee. Yeah. You know, I'm nervous. 
<laughs> but you know, they made it really easy for me. So when I came back, everybody was welcoming with like open arms. Everybody walked by me like, hey, welcome back. Hey, nice to see you. Just very, very welcoming. I, I felt like no, literally no negativity towards me at all, which is a positive thing because I feel bad that I've been gone for two years and you guys haven't been covered down for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, but the way they welcomed me back was very, I appreciate it. And I realized I do work for a good place, you know? That's really great to hear. And obviously, we're really grateful for your service. So, yeah. Well, I appreciate it. I just think that uh, having a, an employer that supports you the way Valley Metro does when you do have to go to these military duties, it just makes everything easier for the soldier, for the employee. I had other soldiers on the job that were like, some jobs like let go of the soldiers for being gone for so long. So that just added stress on their end. You know, while you're out there trying to, to serve in a stressed out community as it is, it's beneficial to have an employer have your back to support you and make you better on that side. So you, have, you don't have that thought. I didn't have that thought of that negative thought of like, I'm going to come back to a bad work environment or are these guys going to try to look for a way to fire me? There was nothing but support the whole time. So, I mean, as far as military goes, I couldn't ask for a better employer. I heard that you have a relative that also works for Valley Metro. <laughs> Who is that person? Tony Santana, he's my younger brother, and he's project managing that Northwest Extension, and yeah, he just, he loves this project. He took me driving down Dunlap, just showing me how proud he is of his project. (laughs) (laughs) We're definitely lucky to have two brothers that are very proud of their job, and it's kind of funny, you have, you who, like, you're here maintaining the system day to day, and then... He's working on the new stuff that's going to be opening soon in the future. It's going to be pretty neat. Can't wait to see it. We wanted to take some time this episode to honor those who are veterans here working at Valley Metro. So we're going to start with those who served in the Air Force first. Derek Roder. John Philippi. Rob Rosenberg. Richard Webb. Rick White. And from the Army, we have several employees. Kirby Ball, Crystal Calvin, Sherry Kiker, David Picciuto, Erica Powell, John Thomas, Thomas Young, Betty Reagan, Paul Santana, Andrew Stewart, and Robert Taylor. From the Coast Guard, Rogelio Alvarado and Dan Filipino. From the Marine Corps, Alex Applegate, Jonathan Contreras, Trevor Ebersol, Jim Hilliard, and Jose Rodriguez. And serving in the Navy, Stephen Kramer, Reggie Fields, Matthew Luzinski, Brian Probasco, and Grant Simpson. And since we only have access to information specifically about Valley Metro staff, if you're one of our contractors or someone else who works closely with the agency and you served in the military, we also want to say thank you for your service as well. As with all of our Shifting Ears episodes, there's always a prize at the end for knowing a trivia question. This episode's question is, name one of the locations that Paul Santana served during his time with the National Guard over the past two years. 
If you know the answer, send an email to podcast at valleymetro.org. That's it for this episode of Shifting Ears. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. For Valley Metro, I'm Madeline. I'm Brittany. Thanks for riding with us. We'll meet you at the next stop. Shifting Ears is produced by Peter Corkery and Alex Sotsos. Taylor Dunn is the executive producer. I'm Madeline Phipps with Brittany Hoffman. Thanks for listening.